everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet today. I'm happy to have Karen England back on the show. Yesterday, we were answering a very important question, and that is, is this radical gender ideology, this comprehensive sex education that is injuring your children in conservative states? Is it in conservative schools? Is your conservative, Jesus-loving, awesome principal having this stuff in his school? The answer is a resounding yes. Karen is back today, and we're going to talk about how you can become a kitchen table activist. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, so I'm so happy that you've joined me at Off the Bench today. I hope you guys are encouraged and inspired by the guests that come on this show. Karen England is an inspiration to me. It takes chutzpah. It takes courage to uh, to tackle this thing right now because what we are fighting is a spiritual battle. The Bible talks about this all throughout Scripture. Ephesians 6, we don't wrestle a flesh and, a flesh and blood adversary. And for those of you who are still thinking, oh, it's no big deal, it's just education, you guys listen, education is not neutral. It never has been. It never will be. And what Karen said at the end of the show yesterday is absolutely right. Uh, God will hold you accountable for what you subject your children to because they're not just your children, they're his children. And he has given them to you for a certain period of time to teach and train them up in righteousness. And what's happening in our schools right now is an absolute tragedy. And I think we're going to start very, very quickly now reaping the sins of what we have been doing to our children in incredible ways. Because remember, these students are tomorrow's teachers. They're tomorrow's judges. They're tomorrow's doctors. They are tomorrow's pastors. And we are poisoning their minds. And so uh, I'm excited about having Karen on today because she's done something really awesome. And she started an organization called the Kitchen Table Activist. And they're on mission to help equip you so that you can do what Karen's been doing for a long, long time. Karen's back on the show today. Karen, my friend, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Heidi. I'm glad you're here. So let's jump right into this because uh, I want to use every second that we've got with you here today. You started the Kitchen Table Activist. I'm looking at your at your card right now in front of me. In fact, I've had it in my Bible. I pray for you because it's in my Bible. So every time I open my Bible up, I'm like, oh, there's my friend Karen. I love that you have Esther 4, 14, uh, which has really been a theme verse in my life. It's why I ran for Congress. Uh, I love that you've got this on your card. It says, for if you remain silent at this time. Relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows, but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Why is this the theme verse for the kitchen table activist? Well, it became the verse for me and my staff about a year and a half ago. And I saw how all the parent groups were rising up. And, you know, Heidi, we've been in this battle a long time. And it's kind of taken a while for the rest of the moms to kind of catch up to, wow, not everything's okay in the public school. And so it just really, I've never felt it more than I than I do now. 25 years of being a mom who started getting active, who had never known what to do, hadn't voted before. And my eyes were opened up. And I just feel like when COVID hit, the Lord has just really impressed upon me that those of us, and this goes for you, and you'll see my earrings. I only wear my Esther 414 earrings because I want people to ask what my earrings say. I and it's it. because we are living in a very unique time. And I need, I think we need to really take things seriously with our families. 
And Mm -hmm. I want to take the 25 years that I have used. I feel like there's so many moms that want to get active and dads too. And I want to take all the years of being active. And I just believe I've been called for this moment right now. And the only way to do that, because I can't travel and speak everywhere all the time to every parent group, would be through a podcast and and let you know the things that I did right and did wrong. And the great thing about the Kitchen Table Activist is that I, I'm doing it from a perspective of no matter where you are in the nation and no matter where you are in your eye-opening awakening, there's something for you. And along with it, what I think is the beauty of it is there is a planner. So when I talk about our back-to-school checklist and you listen to that podcast, all of our podcasts are under uh, under 30 minutes. It's about 12, 13 minutes long. You can go through the checklist, you know, the back to school checklist, and you'll hear stories. Or when I talk about how you contact a federal legislator, there are sheets that you print and you start creating your own kitchen table activist binder. And that way, by the end of the year, you have all the materials you need. And like you mentioned, praying for me, you have all of your school board members, your city council you can use those as a family to pray for your elected officials, which we're commanded to do. That is your government. And so those are also a great thing to use at the dinner table to say, hey, let's pray for this one today. Let's play for this city council member and, and hold him up. So that's that's what I really wanted to be a resource to all of these moms out there who know something's not quite right and that it shouldn't yeah. be this way. But what do I do? And not to let fear yeah. hold you back. So I'm noticing, uh, and people can go, I hope they will, you guys, go check it out, thekitchentableactivist.com. What a great name for a website. I bet when yeah, I bet when that came to you, you were like, ding, ding, ding. I love it. Oh, when, yeah. I love it when that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, you were you uh, right here at your, uh, I'm looking at your QR code, and it says, at the Kitchen Table Activist, parents will learn how to find out what they are really teaching in the classroom. Because, as you pointed out yesterday, it's not as simple as going in and saying, hey, I'd really like to see the curriculum. <laughs> uh, I learned this when I went to one of my very first curriculum review meetings. And I'm pointing things out as they're uh, as they're reading. And the teachers, you know, the lady there is just glossing over it. And parents are sort of listening. And I said, hey, can we all look at page 217? Because I, because I know you and because I've been doing this for a while, I already knew what I was looking for. So in my mind, I'm looking for buzzwords. I'm flipping through chapters. I'm, I'm going past all the garbage. And there was a section in there on abstinence, which was about one sentence long. And the rest of it was, uh, was everything, every kind of sex you can possibly imagine. They gave the pros and cons of condoms. By the way, this is my little, uh, my little warning. If you're listening to this with a young child, you might want to come back later when you don't have a child with you. So you can turn it off now, or you could (laughs) maybe have an important conversation later. I don't know. But, uh, there was a, a point in which this book was discussing condom use, the pros and the cons of condoms. And it said that the pros were that it, it could uh, prevent pregnancy, that it could prevent, um, you know, sexually transmitted diseases. The con, there's one con. Do you, you want to guess what it was, Karen? Uh, no. I mean, I don't know. It was hey. that your parents could find them. <gasps> wow. That's what I did. I... That was the con that was listed. So anyway, I raised my hand. Now now the school administrator is annoyed at me because I keep saying, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, what about this and, and what about that? And I said, hey, it lists, It says this. And the guy literally said, it does not say that. So I stood up and I read it. 
It absolutely did say that. And I think what parents, and here's what's really sad to you, Karen. Parents were invited to come and review this stuff. And I don't even, my kids aren't even in the, in the, in the school, right? I went because I want to see what they're teaching my next generation doctor. I want to know what he or she is going to believe about sex and gender and all this crazy stuff that they're, they're polluting our kids with. Only about 15 people showed up. Yeah. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of families whose kids are going to those schools and only about 15 people showed up. Uh, it, 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 I, I cried. Anyway, I'm going to keep going on your thing here. How to find out uh, what they're really teaching in the classroom, how to prepare for a FOIA request, which is what you uh, explained yesterday, how to prepare and pass parent-friendly policies at the local school district level and the do's and don'ts of forming an effective parent group. I want to kind of camp on that for a second because there's a lot of people listening to this uh, a couple of things I want to ask you. Do you have to have, does your child have to be in the public school for you to form a parent group to fight this stuff? That's the first question. And what uh, what is the goal of forming a group like that? couple of things. Uh, no, you don't need to have a student in, in the district. And not only are these, you know, the future doctor, but think about our kids that get dropped off at Awana and that's the only church those kids get. Yet we send them into the public school knowing what we know, and, and we aren't advocating for them there. Um, so, so that just, we do, we do have an obligation. We do have to be good stewards of the form of government we have been given. And so, oddly enough, the gal that's doing it here in Clarksville is a huge Heidi St. John fan. So I'm going to say, hey, Lee's, I mean, huge. And so <laughs> she pulled her kids out. She's actually finishing her master's in education because she wanted to go into education, but saw what was going on in the red state of Tennessee and wanted to start battling back in Clarksville. So she homeschools. She is, you know, her kids aren't in the public school, Heidi St. John fan, and she's the one leading the charge here in Tennessee. So you don't, you don't have to, I mean, I'm like you, my grandchildren are classical conversation they live here in Tennessee. I will be at the school board meeting as long as it takes today to question what they're going to do about sex ed. I will say a lot of parents, I, I think, and I think one of the best podcasts on that kitchen table activist I did was my story because people want to get involved, but they're so intimidated about yep getting involved. And that was my story. And so I hope that's one that, that everybody will listen to. And that's why, again, kitchen table activist is so important because I want to take away that mystery. You know, the left, the progressives live 24 seven on political activism. We don't, we're serving in our church. We're running meals to people. You know, we're, uh, kids have games. I want to be able in just 15 minutes when you're in car line or when you're, you know, cooking dinner to, to put it on as you're browning the hamburger and be able to kind of get a glimpse into what's going on and something that you can do. And there's something mm. that every one of your viewers and listeners can do. Ah, so important. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Well, slipper season is right around the corner, you guys. And guess what? Just in time, MyPillow has their slippers on sale. I love these slippers, you guys. I got them for my family for Christmas last year. You will love them too. They are layered and they are awesome. The first layer has the MyPillow patented fill in it. Then they have memory foam and then they have impact gel and they look like moccasins and they're awesome. You can use them inside, outside. They are fantastic. Check it out. And for a limited time, using the promo code Heidi, you can get up to 60% off. This is an awesome opportunity to support this podcast and an American company. Call 1-800-447-0541 or go to the radio listeners specials page at MyPillow.com and use the promo code Heidi. Karen, you said that there's something that everybody can do. Can you just run through just a, a, a little primer? What are some things that parents can do right now? Well, a couple of things. The very first thing you should do is go back and go through every single form that you signed when you registered a child to school. And if your kids aren't in school, you need to go online and see what the school district has for their student handbook and their student code of conduct. The other thing that you can do, obviously, Heidi, and and I'm going to say this and then I have to do a little caveat. Obviously, you can pray for our leaders and pray for the school's. I'm just getting a little frustrated with Christians marking that off their list and saying, you know, hey, you know, I prayed for the school. That's it. We need to go in and stand with the teachers and students that are standing against this evil. And so it's really, really important that we do more than just pray for them. You can have a coffee. You can get on our email list. You can educate your neighbors. You can share videos, share podcasts. There's so much that you can do from your own home. And we learned this during COVID. You don't need, you know, to be at the school board meeting. You can watch the school board meeting live on from your home. And then you can contact the people that were like-minded and ask how you can get involved. So there's a lot of things that, that each parent or family member in a community can do to go ahead and start pushing back on this. How important is it that uh, parents, I mean, we, we've said this, but I kind of I kind of want to end on this note today because like you, I am becoming increasingly frustrated. I said to a gentleman just a couple of weeks ago, I said, I said, have you ever heard the phrase, you're so heavenly minded, you're of no earthly good? <laughs> you know, because he was like, well, I, I know I'm praying. I think that God puts these people in, in, uh, into, into positions of authority. And I said, yeah, look, go read the book of Numbers. Go read Judges. Heck, you know, go read the book of Exodus. Just read the whole Bible. God uses wicked people to judge nations. Yeah. Wicked leaders, wicked teachers, wicked agendas. We are living in a time right now of war. This is war. And I believe we're going to live to see, we're going to reap a devastating consequence from it. What do you say to the parent who's still listening to you right now, Karen? And he or she is just like, you know what? I, I do devotions with my kids every day. And, uh, you know, there, there aren't, or my pastor doesn't say very much about it. That's another thing that we could talk about forever. My heart breaks for the condition of the church breaks for cowardice in our pulpits from California to Maine. There are very few Jack Hibbs. There are very few Rob McCoys, very, very few. Uh, what do you say to the parent who's just still sitting on the fence and like, you know, I just registered my kid for school because, you know, I need some me time or, 
I just don't think I can do it. Well, uh, uh, let's see. This is a Christian show, so I'm going to keep it um, nice. Um, I'm, I'm frustrated like you are because it's going on everywhere. No, I have not run into one state or one school where it's been escaped. And how on earth can you justify sending your child in to Satan's classroom for six hours a day? And you cannot deny that they're not, they're not godly. So if it's not of God, what is it of? And then, and then you do a 20-minute devotional at night with the kid, and you think that's going to undo everything that that teacher and that person of authority that you've told them to respect and listen to has just said to them, let alone the peer pressure. I mean, Heidi, you and I have been in Bible studies. We're in Bible studies where adults are talking about how hard it is to live your faith out in the workforce. Thankfully, you and I get to do, you know, we're, we're around believers all the time, but in a traditional work setting, adults are talking about how hard it is to have a voice and to stand firm and, you know, constantly, will you, you know, asking, will you pray for me because, you know, this went on at work and how do I handle it as a believer? And we're sending our eight-year-old in. Right. And we can't do it. You know, we aren't standing up and saying, no, I will not call you a boy because you are a girl. And it's actually harmful for you to be doing that to yourself. Where is it that that Christians think somehow that they get a pass on that? You don't. He created male and female. So the minute you start going along with the lie, you're lying too. And, and we need to be standing up and, yes, teaching our kids how to stand up, but this idea that you're going to send them in to deal, deal with a war that should be parents, this war should be ours to battle, not our kids. Abs- uh, absolutely. That, that is where I'm going to end today because you're right. This is not a battle for our children to fight, but our children are being targeted. And when parents refuse to fight it, just like the pastors who will not speak from the pulpits, we are dealing with an epidemic of cowardice and uh, and God will judge it. You know, if you read the very last chapter of the book of Revelation, one of the yep. things that God says uh, condemns a person to hell is cowardice. Uh, where can people find you online, Karen? You can go to kitchentableactivist.com and contact us. Hopefully you can listen, download. Everything is free. Download the material. Start your own Kitchen Table Activist Planner. Love to hear from you and um, anything we can do to help empower you to get engaged in the public school. We're here. Just reach out. Karen England, you are a national treasure, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Come back on the show again. Uh, I'd love to have you on more regularly to give people updates and tell them what's going on. We're watching Title IX like you are very, very carefully. Uh, Parents have just until the 12th of September to make public comment to keep Mm -hmm. this disaster from happening uh, in our public schools. The Biden administration is a wicked, wicked wicked administration. And we are watching now, I mean, we're living in Babylon. We're watching yep. uh, the destruction of a, na- of a nation right now, the destruction of a culture. And parents, if you care about your kids at all, get off the bench and get onto the battlefield. Karen England, it's just been a pleasure to have you come back again soon. Hey, thanks, Heidi.
For more information on Karen England and her extraordinary uh, outreach to parents, go to thekitchentableactivist.com. You can also scroll down in the show notes today, and I will link back to some of the things we've talked about as well as a link to Karen's uh, to Karen's podcast. You guys, we just passed 15 million downloads here at the Heidi St. John podcast. We're so excited that you guys are sharing this show. I would love to come and speak for your event. Uh, I'm back getting out on the speaker circuit again. Looking forward to that, and I will link back to how you can invite me to your event in the show notes today. Have a great day, everybody, and I will see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.